Town Hall Academy, episode 63. Tuesdays, 10 o'clock, it's our owner's meeting. We shut the doors, we shut off the phones, we shut off our chat, everything like that. Nobody can bother us. Everybody in the company knows that that's our time that we need to sit down and spend with each other, and we just make it happen. Welcome, automotive aftermarketers, to a Remarkable Results Radio Town Hall Academy. Listen to learn just one thing from today's episode on your journey to remarkable results. Welcome to the Remarkable Results Radio Town Hall Academy, the only weekly forum for aftermarket professionals that brings a fresh and innovative discussion to inspire and grow individuals and companies. You're in the Academy episode 63 on making business partnerships work. Carm Capriato here, thanking Jasper Engines and Transmissions for their support of the Town Hall Academy. So why purchase a Jasper quality remanufactured product? It's their people. A Jasper associate is dedicated to high quality customer service committed to excellence, professional, and has pride of ownership as part of a 100% associate-owned company. Hey, keep a watchful eye as the Town Hall Academy episodes will soon allow you to earn credit toward your AMI accreditation. More exciting news to come. Hey, there are many ways to subscribe to the podcast, up to and including my own app, available for Apple and Android. Just search for Remarkable Results Radio on your app store. It's free. You'll like how it works. Hey, it's time to call a friend, especially if they have a partner, and give them this episode link, remarkableresults.biz slash A063. Share this episode via email or your social network. Many partnerships, including husbands and wives, make up the fabric of our industry. This episode is going to explore some in-depth tactics on how partnerships work and the necessary bond and understanding that is needed between partners. There's some frank discussion ahead that will help partnerships flourish, improve, and even get started. With me are brothers Vinny and Anthony Lucido from Co-Auto Community Conscious Car Care in Reno, Nevada, and partners Sean Klein and Jeremy Ostrom from Next Generation Auto in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Get to the show notes page for extended bios on my guests and the key talking points. Now, listen to the Down Hall Academy, making business partnerships work. There's a lot of partnerships that go out out in small business America and a lot of them inside the automotive aftermarket. So let's start with this with this great panel discussion. Vinny, I, I'm going to give you the first question. What are some advantages and disadvantages of having partnership in the business? Okay. Well, I've got to say an advantage is having a partner with the same vision. Now, if you have a partner that doesn't share the same vision, that's the disadvantage as well. So my brother and I, we share the same vision. We share the same goals. So the advantage there is I have somebody to cover my butt when I'm gone. I have somebody to look after the back of the shop where I look at the front of the shop. Typically, I'm the one working on the business and Anthony has lately been the one working in the business. Now, granted, we both do both. I will also work in the business quite often and he's working in the, on the business as well. So having the advantage of a person that's sharing the same goals and working for the same ultimate atmosphere and ideally just bringing the same energy that I bring, that's the advantage. 
also the advantage of having somebody that has knowledge that I don't have. Anthony is a world-class technician when it comes to diagnostics, when it comes to anything that has to do with the mechanical side, Anthony's brilliant. Where for me, I, I can work on cars, but I, I certainly don't have the aptitude or capabilities that Anthony does. Now, Anthony also on, on the interim doesn't have the same aspect, the, the customer service skills or the management skills that I pertain. But wait a minute, but you, you guys are really good with that. You have found the yin to the yang, right? Certainly. And that's absolutely it. The yin to the yang. You know, we, we work together flawlessly. We work together without, without argument. We're able to discuss concerns that come up as opposed to argue about them or, or make conflict out of it. Um, I don't believe that. Well, come work with us for a little while. <laughs> we, okay, they, we've never had an argument ploy. <laughs> That's just I not... didn't say never. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but they are to a minimum. And when it comes to that, it's not really a heated argument by any sense. We, we both understand how each other operates um, through our characteristics. And we, you know, growing up with each other, being, uh, being in business since we were 15, we started a, a lawn care service together and then moved on to painting contracting and then now automotive. And we've always been in the automotive industry working together through uh, high school when we both also worked at a 76 service station. We worked together quite often quite a bit. That's so. great. Thank you so much. Hey, Sean, I want to move over to you because uh, you know, Vinny did describe some characteristics of what it takes to build a good partnership. Could you give us a few more? Yeah. I mean, as far as characteristics, um, you know, there, there's a few that uh, I really believe in is, is trust. Uh, you, you definitely got to trust your partner. And Jeremy, I honestly trust with my life and I know he he's the same way um, about me. Uh, you know, just like our customers have to trust us you need to be able to trust your partner to run the business um, or do whatever they need to do uh, when you're not there or even when you are there. So, I mean, without that, without that trust, it's, uh, um, you know, it makes it really difficult. So, Guys, how important, uh, let me go to you, Anthony, and, and Vinny, I'd love to hear from you and, and Sean. How important is communication? Communication is very important. Again, you know, you go back to the, the trust and your vision and your goals, if we're not communicating, then we're on separate pages. And I think that's really important to make sure that you're on the same page in the same chapter, uh, doing the doing what's necessary for the business. Uh, so yeah, communication's key. Um, so let's dig into, uh, by the way, Vinny, communications, top, top, top of the list? Absolutely. Uh, communication is probably one of the top three for me. Got it. How about you, Sean? Yeah, absolutely. You know, with the whole communication thing, uh, for those of you that you, you that don't know, Jeremy and I recently just opened another location, and that's kind of split us. And the communication has definitely dropped, I would say, um, up until you know the last couple of weeks here, where we've gotten back to having our owners' meetings together, so we can be in that communication that we need to be in, so we both know what's going on with both shops, both ends of the spectrum and everything like that. So um, 
absolutely, communication is huge. Okay, so you really did kind of almost segue right into the question on communication, guys, because I really want to dive into a little how-to stuff here, okay? So what, if, you're, if you're struggling now that you're in two places at once, and Anthony, Vinny, you guys are in the same place, give, me, g- give some great advice as to how you force being on the same page and force the communication issue with each other. Yeah, I mean, as far as that goes, um, you know, like I said, we were having issues making the time and getting the time. So what we ended up doing is just saying, hey, Tuesdays, 10 o'clock, it's our owner's meeting. We shut the doors. We shut off the phones. We shut off our chat, everything like that. Nobody can bother us. Everybody in the company knows that that's our time that we need to sit down and spend with each other um, to be able to do this. And we just make it happen. Jeremy's at the other shop most of the time, and he comes to where I'm at. Yeah, he just makes it happen. So. It's been awesome and good to get back to that, how we used to be. Anthony, how's it work in your place to you? Do you have an owner's meeting? We're really good about communicating with our our leaders in the team. Uh, Benny and I, we don't necessarily have a, a time that is set off to the side for communication. And listening to Sean, it's, you know, it just makes me think even more how more important it should be for us to block that time out regardless of what happens. Um, I could see that that's definitely a very uh, responsible and smart thing to do because uh, we do have like, you know, we've got consistent communication with, like I said, our leadership team. Um, but uh, when it comes to Vinny and I, we definitely need to block out that time. So thank you for that tip, Sean. And Absolutely. You know, I can share on that with communication between us, uh, we do communicate quite often. There is no set time, but we're definitely communicating. With our team, we have a, a weekly meeting every Monday. We also have a monthly meeting that's more of a, a broad meeting. And then every day we stop at 10 o'clock and we stop at 2 o'clock to huddle with ourselves and the rest of the staff to see where we're at in any particular project. So that kind of communication is really what helps us to make sure we're not dropping the ball and to make sure that everything stays on target and clears up any communication between the tablets. As you know, most of us are using inspections and and most of our systems are all through computers. So that that voice-to-voice communication is being dropped and that gives us an opportunity to speak on that every you know at 10 o'clock and at two o'clock that's a great point i mean it's not just you and anthony it's the team communicates because like you say it's getting cold (laughs) sure it's getting it's getting cold um wow great great point guys thank you very much uh someone mentioned the word vision anthony vinnie out of your partnership who's the visionary i would be the visionary okay we both have visions when it comes to facilities and and the way we look, that's my vision. When it comes to the operations of how the mechanical side of it and the shop, that's Anthony's vision. So we, we share. And when you get together and you talk about the direction that both of you want to take the business, do you walk out of that meeting with a – say you both disagree. How, how are you breaking the ties? There, it's not often that we are disagreeing. We, we kind of come off – you know, come off on the same page quite often. In fact, we were just speaking. Uh, we, we went to a, a, an event and spent most of the time talking about what our next vision is. And throughout the entire process, we were both kind of not tearing up, but just really 
together and and working the same vision. So it's not it's not often that we're on different paths. I don't call it lucky. I really believe you guys have worked on it so much that uh, your hearts are connected somehow. Besides being brothers, sure, absolutely. And it wasn't always that way. We we continue to change our vision and adapt it, and we both feel that we're we're on the right path. You just said a mouthful. It wasn't always like that. And I believe that the people that are going to listen to this someday, one or two, three years down the road, will gravitate to something you could help us with. If it wasn't always like that, what did you do to make it better or right? I would say self-inquiry, working on oneself first and determining what it is that you want and what your passions are. Um, for me, that was through yoga, the teaching of yoga, the practice of yoga, uh, taking my yoga teacher training really helped me dive into who I am. And I'm always on the search for that. I'm always looking to better myself and grow myself in a, in a positive way. After my yoga teacher training was when Anthony thought, oh, this might be somebody I could open a business with. Prior to that, would have never happened. Your opinion, Mr. Anthony? Oh, it's true. That's true. Uh, I, I never thought I'd go into business with my brother until he had you know, found himself or had practiced, uh, practiced yoga. And I saw somebody that had changed a bit and he became a little more focused. And then through that focus, I, I saw the opportunity and yeah, and we, we started a business, haven't looked back. A vehicle is more than just transportation. It's what we depend on to move our most precious cargo, our families. As a service professional, you provide routine maintenance for your customer's vehicle, but what do you do if the engine, transmission, or differential fails? Contact Jasper, of course. Jasper provides your customers with a cost-effective alternative to purchasing a different vehicle. Quality, remanufactured products from Jasper Engines and Transmissions carry a nationwide warranty with up to three years, 100,000 miles parts and labor coverage. Get your customers back on the road fast as Jasper offers immediate availability through two distribution centers and a network of 45 branch locations nationwide. If a new vehicle is not in your customer's budget and the engine or transmission in their car, truck, van, or SUV has given its last performance, a remanufactured drivetrain component from Jasper Engines and Transmissions will provide them with many years of trouble-free driving at a cost many times less than that of a new vehicle. For customer satisfaction, choose Jasper. Before I ask you, Sean, I, I, need to, I need to chime in on this change thing. Um, people must be allowed to change. Do you guys agree? Yes. Who we were in high school, are we different than uh, that person today? Oh, yeah. Are we different than the person who was in college if you went? How about when you first got married? Are you a different person now? Here's my point. I I heard. um, Oh golly, I'm trying to remember her name. It was a great. It was a great speech. um, Jack Walsh's wife, and she said, "I went to a reunion, and I met one of my old classmates. And the classmate looked at me and said, "Wow, wow, you've changed." And her answer was, "Thank God." So the the encouragement for partnerships, be it in business or, you know, in life, is that uh, we, we need to be allowed to, to change. And thank you so much for bringing that up. Sean, you and Jeremy, 
let's talk. I haven't seen Jeremy chime in yet. I, I keep watching for him to, to come on, but I don't see him. Not yet. It's about a twenty-minute drive. For okay. Him, so. Well, we, he'll he'll be on. Talk to talk to us about you know getting together and you know you guys aren't brothers, so you know uh, right. And and have you guys changed much? Um. Well, sorry, I had audio issues there, so I missed a lot of what you guys were talking about. But as far as getting together, um, uh, outside the shop, absolutely, we still get together as families. We both have girls that are about the same age, and uh, uh, whatever they they really love getting getting together i know jeremy's always one to invite me over to his place for football games and, and stuff like that on tv um and uh you know we try to keep the the business aspect separate and and you know just go out and enjoy and have fun just like friends would so um not only are we business partners but we're, we're good friends in the end so um and that's one of the things that we always wanted to make sure from the start is to keep business and friendship separate so all right. Well, there's there's a there's a great uh, code breaker right there. Right. Tell me how you do that. <laughs> um, for the most part, you know, we try to leave business at, at the at the shop and and whatever. And uh, I, I think it's just in our personalities to be able to do that. Um, you know, outside of business, yeah, we'll still talk about business and stuff like that. And even even when we're with um, the families and everything like that. Uh, you know, we'll still talk shop and everything, but you know, the down and dirty stuff we leave, leave at the shop and, um, you know, make sure we, you know, discuss that type of thing in our meetings. So so in the owner's meeting, you guys, uh, are kind of at odds on something you'd like to do. How do you, how do you, do you, do you just (laughs) let it sit on the table forever or do you figure out how to break the tie? Uh, some depends on what it is. Um, you know, it's, it's a matter of confronting our issues, uh, is one of the biggest things. And, uh, you know, the major ones we'll, we'll make sure we handle. Um, I know opening up the new shop, there was some things I wanted different than what Jeremy wanted different. Um, and you know, being 50, 50 partnerships, it's not like, you know, one, one has more than the, the rest of the other person to be able to say, uh, you know, override it. So, um, you know, it's a matter of us talking through it and, you know, sometimes, uh, going through the facts and figuring out what is the best decision for the company and us Mm -hmm. literally talking through it. So sometimes I'll win the, when the not argument, but the, you know, issue that we're having. And sometimes he will, whether I, I want it that way or not, it is what it is. And that's just what we make sure we do for, for the business. Unlike Anthony and Vinny, who are brothers, grew up with each other, basically really know their personalities. How about right. you and Jeremy? Talk about, you know, the, the personalities that, that did you recognize before you went into business that the personalities were going to work well together? Honestly, I don't know for sure, uh, 100%. So I met Jeremy working at a, a local um, you know, Goodyear dealership or whatever. And that's where I met him. He was already a technician. I was coming in just as a, a little old oil change guy. And uh, I don't know if it was always the big trucks he had or whatever that kind of attracted me to him or, you know, just his personality and attitude on on, on life and, and, you know, work at the time and everything like that. But I, I seem to kind of gravitate towards him for whatever reason. Um and honestly, out of everybody that I've ever worked with, he was the only one that really took his time to, you know, train me and mentor me and, uh, you know, be there for me when I have questions. So, um, 
kind of how it started out. And, and from there, uh, you know, a friendship just grew. So, uh, you know, we're, we have a lot of similar qualities and a lot of different qualities. Um, but I think the, the similar qualities and, you know, what we see and want out of life, I, I think is, um, you know, why we mesh so well together. Great information, guys. Thank you so much. You have business coaches? Yes. Yes, yes we do as well. Cool. Uh, that accountability piece uh, and the, the the working with the coaches, has it made you better partnerships? Absolutely. Our business coach recommended we go through the DISC assessment, which is your personality type. And through that, although I know Anthony's personality, I learned so much and gained so much information and knowledge about how he interacts and how he communicates. You know, maybe his checklist for communicating, how you approach him in certain instances and and we're able to share that with our team not just myself but i can say hey look uh jeff don't approach anthony like that this is how he gains information this is how he gains knowledge this is where you know this is what's gonna uh twist the right you know the dial and and this is how he's gonna hear you if you approach him like you are in this fashion you're not going to get through to him right whereas with me i'm absolutely opposite you know i'm a high di and he's a high um, I S, or, or he's S I, S C S C. Okay, S C. Okay, okay, S C. We're both on each side of yeah, the spectrum. Yeah, you are. Yeah. So, which is great because we blend very well. Great to hear that, Sean. You just took your disc. Yes, I just took it. Uh, well, the night before I left to come out uh, to Texas down here for our convention for our, our, our consulting company. So um, didn't really get a chance to actually dig into it and dive into it um, like I wanted to. But I took it. I actually forwarded it on to Jeremy as well, and he took it. So um, I can't wait till we actually can go through it and you know go through it together and, and figure out where we're both at on the the whole spectrum and uh, compare notes. So glad to hear. I'm, thank you guys for bringing it up because Sean had, had shared with me. He said, "Yeah, I, I took the disc, and uh, we're, we're on our way to, to, to now take the next step in learning about each other." And again, right. you know, guys, go back to the episode we did the we did an academy on disc, uh, and and we actually yep. forty one, I think it was. Yeah, well, thank you, and, and and really, guys, it's all about how to deal with the customer and have the customers, you know, uh, you know, discussion or dialogue sure. with them. Uh, once you know yours, you can't have yours with your partner, with your coworker, with your customer. You have to have their communication style. Sure. I love where we're going with this. I think there's a lot of great takeaways here so far. But can I can I move to the dark side just for a minute? Because I, I and I, in all honesty, there's there's always going to be difficulties in partnerships. And, and and I and I don't want to belabor any of that because I know you guys have have worked through them, and I think you've even discussed a few things here. But I, I really would love to spend a few minutes as to what we what people need to watch for that can happen that make partnerships difficult. Sean, let me ask you first. I know, like we've already talked, I think you know communication is is one of the biggest things: communication and trust. And, and if you don't have those. Um, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be in a world of hurt for, um, you know, making sure that you guys are both on the same page. Um, I know like, uh, you know, vision as well. Um, I know when we first kind of went into it, uh, and Jeremy could probably tell you the story a little better than myself, but we both had different visions on where we wanted to go. I seen myself in the company, 
um, a lot bigger. And I seen myself being more of an owner and not necessarily working on the shop. You know, at the time we were so new into business, we were technicians, not owners or anything like that. And I didn't know what what it took to become that or get to that point. Um, and, and Jeremy, you know, kind of the way he always explained it, he, he seen himself, you know, us two, maybe an employee, maybe two, um, him working in the back, keeping busy and, and us making money. And um, ever since we, we got to our uh, consulting company and, uh, you know, gone through some of the classes and stuff like that, that uh, helped him change his vision or his outcome where we want to be someday in the future. So, you know, necessary wasn't multiple shops, but definitely far from where he originally thought. So, so you're really describing a role change. Yes. And, and I do want to talk about that. But Anthony, Vinny, um, can you share anything on difficulties? One of the difficulties I would like to mention is being half and half, we are 50-50 partners and understanding what that means. Does 50-50 mean we both work the same amount of hours? Does 50-50 mean that we're both putting in the same load per se, the same workload? So some of the you know dark areas for us would be that Anthony loves to work. Anthony shows up early. He's there at 6 a.m. sometimes, even earlier. I come in. There's rarely a day I come in and Anthony's not already there. And so for me, even though he's not bringing it up, I know that deep down he's feeling like, man, I'm, I'm working more than Vinny is. But on the other side, I'm also working when I'm not there. So anytime I'm out, I'm networking. And so it's just understanding. And he understands that. So that's where the darkness can come in is is finding that balance. So both of us understand that at all times, our mind is 100% focused on our success in the business and understanding that we are both putting in an equal amount of load, although he might be physically in the business more, I am constantly working on the business and just understanding that. And, and with that, I try to put in more work. You know, it, it brings me to the, to the forefront where it's like this morning I showed up early so that I could complete a headlight service before I came here. And, and sure enough, Anthony's there. He's already completed a headlight service. I'm like, wow, not mine, but a separate one. So, you know, he's, I think he told me this morning, he set his alarm for 420 and his wife was wondering (laughs) why he's up so early. And, and he said, well, I'm passionate to work and I got all these cars to work on. And our technician buck is going on vacation. And, so where he will take the initiative and make it to work early, I struggle with that. And he understands that. So last, you know, even last night I was, I was working late and, and he left and I was still there. Uh, and we don't work really long hours, but we understand each other and we understand that uh, we have to have a balance there. And that's where darkness can come in is if you don't see the balance and see where maybe somebody feels like they're working too much. And coming back to Sean's point and our point of communication, if you're not communicating that and you let it build up, then you might explode. And, and that's also in your personality type, which... Yeah, and, so, and, and Anthony's personality type isn't to uh, bring that up and out. So Anthony, no. um, does it build up inside and then you have to sit down and talk to your brother? You know, it doesn't build up so much. I mean, I understand that I'm 
you know, I'm there to, to make an operation work and be among the top in the industry. And that's what I'm striving to do. And I realize that it takes a lot of work in, in these first five years in order to do that and to stay up on top of, uh, on top of the tier. Um, you know, and when it comes to, I mean, when you're, when you're talking about working on the business and in the business, you're comparing apples and oranges. I mean, it's two different things. Uh, you know, where you're working, it's so important for us to be working on the business. And I think that's one of the biggest strengths of having the two, uh, having the two partners in is, is that if you can, if you can be that guy working in the business and you got to be making sure somebody's working on the business, otherwise you're just going to be a slave to your, uh, to, to the job. And <clears throat> I mean, it can become very dark because I mean, I understand like Vinny says, that you know he's putting in a lot of time, and you just ha- you just have to realize that it's a different type of work that's getting done that needs to happen. Thank you for that, Jeremy. You just finally joined us. How nice! Glad to have you here. I'm going to unmute you. Speak to me. Happy to be here. Carl. Ah, he's here. Hey, Jeremy. All right. Hey, it works first time every time. I love it. <laughs> Hello. All. Uh, have you had a chance to listen to anything we've been saying? Uh, just a few minutes there, but while I was getting logged in, just a few minutes. Well, I sure don't so want to give. Been, I don't want to give him the dark side him. question right out of the bat. That would not be good, would it? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, so a- anyway, thanks for being here, um, Jeremy Ostrom from uh, Next Gen Auto in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Partners with Sean. You guys are fifty-fifty, huh? Correct. Oh, correct. Okay. Um, Jeremy, personalities. Um, tell me about your personalities. Are they working well together? Our personalities work great together. Um, because I don't have, <laughs> I don't have anybody else that I know, um, friend or family, that would uh, take the place of Sean. Um, ever since he started working at uh, Goodyear, where I was at, uh, we clicked and meshed, and uh, he was a great learner and listener, and had a lot of passion for the industry and uh, had a caring heart. So I don't know. That's the role that you play in the business. What's your role? (laughs) Everything. (laughs) Uh, The role uh, has changed uh, quite a bit uh, with the second location, but we're trying to get uh, everything back in, in place to where it was, I would say before, um, you know, we took that venture on and that's getting it fully staffed with, technicians and service advisors uh, to give us time to uh, be working, uh, you know, on the business. So basically, I think what you're saying is you've taken this growth spurt. You don't have it completely figured out yet. You probably had a great plan going in, but you're flexible as partners to figure out the changing roles and the changing way we have to run our company. hundred percent flexible. (laughs) Uh, Just like here when I was supposed to be here and wasn't. (laughs) Sean's got my back. I mean, it was amazing. Thank God, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do what we got to do. So, <laughs> good for you. Um, there's some. There's some other very interesting uh, elements in, in a good partnership. Um, buy sell agreements, life insurance. I, I I would love to cover that because I think that's what helps make good partnerships work. Guys, without breaching any levels of confidentiality, describe to us why it's important to have a buy sell. Something well, happens to 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 a family member, to yourself. Uh, somebody was to pass away unexpectedly. Uh, the buy sell agreements and with the life insurance can can help you uh, 
as the one being left behind to, um, to, to gather the pieces and make everybody's um, lives whole financially. Wow, he said it pretty much perfect. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, Jer- Jeremy, we we just actually just talked about this Wednesday night because we've kind of been dealing with this. This is something our accountant has been telling us to do for the past six, seven years. Every year we've been in business, every time it comes around tax time. And I know we were just literally talking about this Wednesday night, Jeremy, and there was some things that you had figured out. I don't know if you want to go through and kind of talk about what we were talking about and reasons why we should have this stuff in place. Between Sean and I, we can have a hand, handshake um, and, and move forward, and that's in stone. Uh, that is, I, I know that might not be the, wor- the way the world is today, but it is the way that we operate and, and we can operate. The, the fact of it is, though, Sean and I can have a handshake and even have it written down, but if it's not a legal piece of document, depending on which one of us goes, we're going to be dealing with the other one's spouse. And not that everyone doesn't get along right now, but the the reason for the formal thing moving forward is for that fact that we've never thought of in the past was if one of us is gone, we're going to be dealing with the other one's um, family. So very important in my opinion. Absolutely. I would agree because it gives you the opportunity to to buy it from, and it depends on what you put in place, but now I have the opportunity before I go into business with Anthony's wife to purchase the company uh, or, or that half of it. And with the life insurance policy, uh, that's going to help you know, or his wife take care of herself. And it really is important to understand that even though, like you said, you have a handshake agreement that it's a legal document and that there's legalities behind it that are protecting you and your partner and the company as a whole. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. The company as well. Well, thank you for that. That those are so important. And uh, so you guys are going to wrap something up, right? Jeremy and John, Sean. Yes, absolutely. All right. yep. that's, that's good for you. Hey, um, ever struggle in talks about money, saving money, gross margins, cost of things, benefits for people. I think for us, when it comes to money, we have, at the beginning, it was like, let's just work and make money. And as we go through more trainings and go to more uh, events and, and learn what the number should be, we have just agreed, as well as having our, our business coach, defining what we should be making. Um, so gross profits and, and those numbers are now more, they're more, what's the word I'm looking for? Achievable and knowing what they are, it has become just, just much more clear. So before, I think in the beginning, it was just like, let's just pump out some work and make some money. We've only been in business four years, but we've grown rapidly since we opened. And at this point, we have, we have grown to be, you know, doing over a million dollars in our third year. And want to be doing 2 million by next year. Now there's some room for uh, that discussion and we've had those discussions. So it's just, once again, coming back to communication. Anthony money, save it, spend it, <laughs> spend it as fast as you can. Cause the more, the more you spend, the more you can make. I mean, if you're, <clears throat> we, we spend, we spend a lot of money. We talk to each other before we do so. Um, but you know, we spend it on stuff that's going to, that's going to make us more money. Got it. So he's never seen a scan tool he doesn't like, right, Vinny? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's funny you say that. 
But he does his research, and anytime there's money to be spent on new equipment, I support it. If I want to spend money on our facility and, and the upgrades, he supports it. Now, we communicate, we talk about it, but there's rarely a time that I look at him and say, Anthony, I don't think we need that. You know, we just, at first I said, Anthony, we don't need a road force balancer. It's $16,000. What do we need this tool for? Well, just yesterday or two days ago, we were at an event. And I was talking with one of our customers, and he says, oh, my God, since you guys rode force my tires, or he didn't say that. He said, since you guys did that thingy that you explained to me on my tires, I feel like I'm driving a brand new car. That was Silvio that mentioned that. And Did you do the ROI on it? Well, we haven't done a full ROI on it, oh, no. Dear. Oh, my. <laughs> but what we do understand is that we want to, when we send a car out the door, we want it to be in it primo condition. We don't want the customer to come back for a vibration after we put their tires on. Now, that customer satisfaction is our ROI. That customer satisfaction is what we understand is going to keep them coming back and telling their friends. And for instance, like I mentioned, the one customer that mentioned it to me just two days ago, has he was also telling me he's telling everybody to go to Coato simply because we have the equipment and we keep up with the with the newest technology and that we're going to be able to service their vehicle uh, to the to the exceptional standard that we are and that's it thank you Vinny. sean jeremy who who wants the new road force and who says yes or no to it well i think we both want it um <laughs> but i don't think uh uh that amount that we would have to increase pricing for balancing and match mounting and stuff like that. And the amount that I've never used one, Sean has, he agrees that there's a, uh, you know, a positive thing to it, but I don't think it was worth the 16,000, uh, going forward. I think it, it was staying competitive in our area as well. Okay. As partners, um, walk us through, uh, getting to know or getting to yes on this. Yeah, obviously, I see there's two camps here. This is a perfect role play. <laughs> <laughs> a partnership role play here, a workshop. Sean, we just heard from Jeremy. You'd love to have it. What about increasing prices? I mean, would you do the analytics on the return on investment and how many years it would take? No, not necessarily the analytics on it. Um, but we we talk about it more as what we're actually using it for and what good it'll do for us. Um, obviously, I know it's a great piece of equipment and it's definitely something that gets you a way better balance and ride on tires, but uh, we're just opening up the shop. You know, we, we've got a certain budget for what we need to buy. Luckily, we we ran into some things where we got uh, quite a bit of used equipment for pennies on the dollar. And we were able to actually budget in some newer equipment versus some of this used stuff we had. So, you know, I think just looking at the budget as well as what, you know, what we had to actually spend on it, um, it, it was more of a thing to get two new pieces of equipment that are going to do us a lot better than say one and a used piece of equipment, uh, you know, for something else. So, so Sean, Jeremy, a really tough question for you. I don't have a partner anymore. Would you buy it, John? I wouldn't have, honestly. No, not with looking at the numbers and stuff okay. like that and what we had budgeted and what we had available. Jeremy, Sean's not your partner. Would you buy it? No. Nope. This, this sounds kind of okay. funny, but I would have. 
um, you know, okay. cheap as possible. So. Okay, but I understand the fact that you you have bitten off the the second location. I get that, and you know, obviously, let's let's work that plan first before we you know go off you know left or right of of our core uh, you know core success of the new place. You don't need a road for us to make success at the second branch. Correct. Is any one of you have been any one of you deemed the leader of the company? I wouldn't say so. In our situation, we we share that leadership. We, you know, he leads the back, I lead the front. And they're, they're two separate parts of the business. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good question. They're, like I said, we share the leadership. So we don't deem each other leaders. Although we're both leaders, yes. Got it. Anthony, in your leadership role in the back, are, are you worried about the service counter, the shop, and, and you're actually wrenching every day? I'm wrenching right now because I'm, we're short a mechanic, a technician. I've got a guy coming in on Monday. Um, we'll have three ASC master techs in our facility. Um, but yes, that I be because we are short a mechanic. I am having to to do a lot of wrenching. But your leadership role in the back, what is it? It would be showing the guys proper procedures, diagnostic procedures, and, and making sure my team is reaching the level of um, of expertise and, and stewardship that I that I demand out of the back. But you love, you love to have your head under the hood of a car, right? Carm, I do and I don't. I mean, I, re- I really do love it, but I also don't want to be tied to it. I don't want to be tied to it every day. Um, I'm really good at it really fast and I've enjoyed it for many years, um, but I really am looking for for the next step. And I really, really do want to make a team put a team together that can that can carry the weight of the shop without me being there i don't know uh, uh, uh vinnie you've got one heck of a partner in your brother worrying yes. about all of you know that customer facing the, the quality level uh you know get, getting it right you know if you, and that, that's it, it makes me feel really good um you're you, that you've been able to perfectly align yourself with different responsibilities in the company and it makes me feel good too, knowing that he has that under wraps. And here's the thing: we both integrate. Anthony also, if he sees something out of place up front, will say something. If I see something out of place in the back, I'll say something. In fact, just yesterday, uh, his role is to discuss any issues with technicians. Well, I was looking at one of our non-masterpieces and we're, we tried to build masterpieces when it comes to our repair orders it's a masterpiece and our most highly paid technician isn't up to the standards that would impress anthony and so i brought him into the office and i went through the repair order with him sat down with him and, and showed him that the quality of pictures he's taking and the the the, the level of explanation he's giving is not the masterpiece that would impress Anthony and bringing him in and showing him that he agreed. And so today he came in and he's on fire and he's ready to build a masterpiece. And, and with that, if Anthony didn't make that his standard, then I would have nothing to shoot for. But knowing that Anthony's standard is exceptional, we need exceptional pictures. We need exceptional explanations so that it makes the service writer's job much easier. Now, my position to ensure that the guys up front are to the quality and to the standard that I have, which is 
exceptional and bringing them up to the level that I am. We continually try to replace ourselves. We try to build team members to replace ourselves so that our, our combined goal of exiting the business stays on track. We both want to be able to work within the business um, or, or with, on the business, but have to build our team to that level. And, and having us both in our own fields is Excellent. Obviously, you've got, you guys have some really big, uh, important, long-range goals. Glad to hear that. I, I won't commit to uh, you know what year it is that you both are going to exit. But uh, you Next. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, uh, Jeremy, you guys both doing what you want to be doing in life inside the business? Getting there. Had some recent hires for Upfront in Hudson and uh, also another master mechanic in Hudson, We've got one more spot to fill in, in Baldwin for the short term here, and we'll be closer back to where it was about a year, year and a half ago, working, um, getting <laughs> this pile. I know it's not in the picture, but there's a pile of paperwork here to get done and stuff. But let me put you on the spot here, man. What is it that you want to do? Well, not spend quite as much time at the shop, spend more time with the family, and specifically, uh, as far as business-wise goes, uh, the marketing end and trying trying different things we've always i think kind of think or think outside the box of trying different things and then tracking it of course to see what's working and hudson is a completely different animal than baldwin and and sean knows this i mean when you have your owners meeting he knows this is this is your long-term intention yes as far as who, uh, what was your question? Who, who runs the business or? Well, my, my question uh, is, are you doing exactly what it is that you want to be doing in the business? Oh, sure. No, well, it was a question before that though, Carm, when you had said, I was going to. Leaders. Leaders. Oh, yeah, who's leaders. the leader? Yeah, who's well, the leader? I'm older. So I think. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> well, it does. It means I'm older. <laughs> and I think he respects his elders to a point. Absolutely. But, but we always, uh, you know, I respect everything he says and does. And that's why we fit so well together. Um, if he would make a decision that I wasn't around to make, I would have his back on it. And I know he'd have my back. Um, but generally speaking, when money or big decisions are made, it's always a team decision. Got it. Sean, you doing what you want to be doing? For the most part, yeah. Um, you know, I want to grow it to the point of, you know, we don't have to be there, obviously, but I don't ever see myself getting out and leaving the business so to where I'm not around or anything because I still want my eye, eye on it. And, you know, I want to know my employees as well. Um, Jeremy, I know this was a big thing with you in the past and, you know, people that uh, don't even know their employee's name, um, that, that uh, that's kind of hurtful. So um, I definitely want to be part of it. Um, I know right now I'm doing a lot of the paperwork and stuff like that and uh, the financials. Um, hopefully someday have somebody hired that can actually do that and um, it can get Jeremy and myself into more planning for the future and what we want out of the future and what we want out of the business um, and take it to a whole new level or whatever we want to do at that point. You like the financial stuff? I do. I do. See, I, I really perfect. enjoy it. So and you numbers. don't, Jeremy, right? I don't think I do. Yeah, you see. <laughs> you know, it, so if you didn't have a partner that you you know you get along with, you'd be hiring somebody to have to do all that for you. And you know, you hear you got a you got a partner that does it. Well, it looks like you got you guys are perfectly matched somehow. How did this happen? How did I get? How did I get? You know, no arguments from each other. Wow, this is great. Quickly, one minute. We'll go around the room. Anything to share with uh, any 
people that are considering the, the fact that uh, they, they want to go into partners with somebody or they're in one and they're struggling. Anthony, I'll, I'll go to you first. Number one, making sure your personalities work well together uh, can be very important. Something we didn't know initially. Once we learned that our personalities mended uh, perfectly, made a lot of sense why we do really good in business. Uh, number two, being able to trust that person. Uh, yeah, I can trust my brother with my life. Obviously, I'm going to trust him uh, in business with me. So I think those are two strong key points. Thank you so much. Sean? Um, you know, communication. Make sure you're, you know, you got the communication down and uh, you don't hold everything in and you communicate. You set that time aside to um, be there talking with your partner and figuring out, uh, you know, what you got to do. Um, as well as your vision, you know, your, your vision has to align. I shouldn't say it has to, but, uh, I think in the end tunnel, it needs to align. Uh, I know like we kind of talked before Jeremy and I's vision to start out was, you know, maybe on a, a little bit of a different path, but I think in the end, uh, you know, we aligned and worked through it and yeah, it, it's a great thing. Thank you so much, Jeremy. My biggest thing for starting out for a partnership, in my opinion, would be 50, 50, one of the biggest reasons so someone doesn't have a hand over the other or feel that they have a hand over the other. 50-50. Good advice, man. Vinny, you have the last word. Core values. <laughs> goes along with the vision, but you have to share the same core values. So get down. If you guys don't talk together, you don't work together, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So I really advise that you sit down you make sure that you share the same core values, write them down, discuss them, and be on top of that. So just making sure that you guys are sharing those core values is the most important thing. Wow. Thank you guys so much. Um, Vinny Lucido, Anthony Lucido from Co-Auto Community Conscious Car Care, Reno, Nevada, and Sean Klein and Jeremy Ostrom from Next Generation Auto, Baldwin, Wisconsin. And where's the new place? Hudson, in Wisconsin. Hudson, Wisconsin. So here's the blueprint, guys. Here's the quintessential blueprint. Communication, open and honest, trust, personality, vision, be it 50-50, if not no deal, right? And core values. I love it. Thank you for making such a great Town Hall Academy, guys. Thanks, Carm. Thanks, guys. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time.